people know that. Ah, I saw it. Start recording. It did? Okay. Okay. It says to me. Yeah, there you go. Does it say? Yeah, I don't know. Justin yes. is recording the call. Okay. All right. All right. Welcome. Welcome. All right. We've got, we've got Carl Za. I would call this Kung Fu yoga, but it's more like Kung Fu maple syrup. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> what we're going to call it when it's Canada, but Canada, it forced, I didn't want to have to be in this position, but Canada made me do it. You know, yeah. the Globe and Mail, Global t global News, and then everybody else, the politicians, they, you know, all these Indian Canadian politicians are in on this too, Carl, you know, Jagmeet Singh, yeah, they're all right. in on it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so just to, just to bring you up to date, Carl, because Carl is our, our uh, you know, he's our, he's our China, all things to do with China correspondent over yes. here uh, mm -hmm. at the Anti-Empire Project. Um, but um, so back in February, a very brave man in the Canadian spy agency, he, he took the great personal risk of blowing the whistle on Chinese interference in Canadian uh, affairs. And he did that by going, taking a bunch of stuff to a couple of Globe and Mail reporters, and they just printed it. And they said, we believe CSIS believes, this guy believes that CSIS believes. So they printed those uh, attributions. Um, I'm going to have what, to take a drink for this. <laughs> <laughs> and what they were printing was that can, China interfered in the Canadian election in 2021 because conservatives were so anti-China that the Canadian, uh, the Chinese Canadian consulate intervened to put out stories on the Chinese uh, WeChat. The Chinese Canadians all are on WeChat. They're all just all on WeChat. And then the WeChat told them how, who to vote for, told them to vote liberal. So boom, they went and voted liberal just like that. Wow. And then the liberals came to power because of these Chinese Canadian voters. I'm surprised Robbing. they even use WeChat. I thought like Chinese government have like brain chip that's implanted into everything. <laughs> no, no, it was it was it was it was WeChat. It was it was WeChat. And then but then Carl, it gets worse. It gets worse. There's a guy named Han Dong. And he's a member of parliament. He's a Chinese Canadian member of parliament. And you know what he did? And I shouldn't say what he did. I should say, you know what the Globe TV says, CSIS says he did? The Globe says that he, CSIS says that he told the Chinese government when, when Meng Wanzhou was being held in Canada. And China also by pure coincidence, maybe picked up a couple of guys named Michael for espionage. And, you know, Meng Wanzhou was returned to China and mysteriously at the same time, these two Michaels were returned to Canada. It was all, co it was all pure coincidence, I think. Wait, but... so, so Han Dong, they're claiming <laughs> Han Dong told China that Canada is detaining Meng Wanzhou? That, no, no, that, no, no, that... no, 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 God, no. Han, Han Dong was like, we need to detain Meng Wanzhou. Han Dong is very clear that that right. Meng Wanzhou needed to be detained for, for until a proper trial was held for whether she violated uh, sanctions that Canada doesn't have on Iran or whatever. So yeah. Han Dong was on board with this, but Han Dong apparently was talking to the Chinese consulate and he told them, "Listen, it would be more beneficial to the liberals if you held the Michaels longer in jail, <laughs> hold them a little bit longer." And don't let them out right away, because the longer they're in jail, the more the liberals benefit. And China, because 
China listens to Handong. So China just kept these two, two Michaels longer because Handong told them to. Their, and their, that brain, is the... their brain chip are on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they're both chi Chinese, right? They're both Chinese. Yeah. So, so that is, um, that's what happened. So I guess because you are Chinese and you have access to the same telepathic yes. structures of communication, I wanted to ask you how, you know, it's clearly, it's clearly a matter of extreme importance what happens in Canadian elections to China. So I just wanted to know, like, how does that, how does China communicate this to the masses and to the Chinese Canadian community. What is the mechanisms? How do they, what are the messaging on WeChat? How do they do this? That's my first okay, question. Okay, so honestly, I don't think there's anything in Chinese official state media talking about the so-called <laughs> uh, interference in the Canadian election. And I have two theories, right? Uh, okay. One theory is maybe China is being reasonable and, and try not to antagonize China-Canadian relationship further than the Canadian intelligence and Canadian press have already done. Uh, second, uh, which sec my second guess, which I think is also a re reasonable, is Canada just doesn't matter that much. I mean, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. I mean, even, I mean, even like, okay, even in the matters that Canada may matters, like uh, energy commodity export to China, you know, end of the day, everyone knows Canada follows order from Washington. So, you know, yes. you, you don't need to talk to the Canadians. You just talk directly to the masters in Washington. You know, why, why bother doing the charade of talking to uh, uh, a Trudeau, right? I mean, he's just going to, you know, you know, work on his uh, receiving his instruction from his friendship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that there is a question there. Because there was a thing that happened between Trudeau and Xi Jinping at that meeting where, where Xi Jinping was kind of like, uh, this is not how things are done, <laughs> you know? And then he kind of shook his hand, like not even looking at him. That surely must have played or in in Chinese media. Uh, that that played that played all over the global <laughs> media, man. And guess what? Everybody loved it. Not just the Chinese, the Canadian loved it too. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was you know, Xi Jinping did like a global public service by giving a public dress down to Trudeau, telling him his full shit. And, 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 and but, but, but I, I'm trying to, okay, just for my own edification, I'm trying to understand. Yeah. So how is China holding two Michaels is supposed to help liberals in Canada? I don't actually know. My second follow-up question is, yeah. why would China even support liberals? In Canada, yeah. I, I, this is my two questions for you. Okay, okay, I have, I have two, I have two answers. The first yeah. one, unfortunately, nobody has been able to explain how this, how, why China, why, why uh, China would have benefited from the Michaels being in jail for longer. Um, the Michaels were going to be in jail while Meng Wanzhou was in jail here. That's pretty, that's pretty much like everybody understands. Everybody who knows anything about this understands, you know, 
that's yeah. the case. So nobody has been able to explain. So so I think what happened, I have talked about this on my podcast before. I do think that there may have been some kind of mistranslation or something. CSIS may have been spying on Handong or some kind of like phone call. They may have tapped his phone or something and they may have gotten some garbled mistranslation of something that he said where he might have said, like, this doesn't benefit anybody. And then the translator said, ah, he's saying uh, this benefits uh, the liberals or something, right? So Because you're, you're telling me they haven't really cracked the secret Chinese code. No, exactly. <laughs> Chinese are inscrutable. They're inscrutable, right? That's one of the problems okay. we have. So that's one. Uh, as far as uh, why do they want the liberals? So this is very interesting because David uh, Mastracci, he's got this new article from today. <clears throat> and it's called Accusing, uh, and it's in his uh, the magazine called Passage, which is like a new kind of Canadian alternative media that's pretty good. And good on this story, which means better than 99.9% of Canadian media. I literally know the names of people in Canada that are covering this with any kind of sanity. Um, so David is one of them. And he says, accusing a Chinese MP of secretly working for China is inherently racist unless you can prove it's true. The media hasn't done so. And then at the end of the article, he says, look, there are two possibilities for to explain what happened where the Chinese Canadian community, especially in these uh, areas, switched from voting conservative to voting liberal. And the two possibilities are one, the conservatives were like doing a whole lot of anti-China race baiting <laughs> and the Chinese Canadians were like, screw this, we're voting liberal. Or it could be because of WeChat, telepathic link, uh, kind of scenario. And so, unfortunately, you know, David says something like, he says, uh, if he has something really good where he says, unfortunately, the Canadian media are only interested in the, in the, you know, the, the former or the second version, right? It's a, yeah, there it is. I find the first narrative outlined here to be far more convincing than the second. The first one being they got sick of the racism of the Conservative Party. Yeah. The second largely hinges on far-fetched conspiracy theories and racist assumptions. It's a shame that Global News and The Globe have largely focused on the second narrative. So that's my answer, and that's David's answer to your that's, that's ridiculous. We all know the Chinese people are automatons. You know, they're not capable of independent decision-making process. So that's no. why they all have to link to the mothership to receive yeah. the latest instructions. And and the thing is, Carl, you know, you're you're Mister. I know you were once on a trip where they called you Mister America because you were we were traveling with some Australians. Um, so you have that U.S. like the Canadian model, right, is called it's like multiculturalism. So the idea is everybody is Canadian because we all join together in like stealing native land and enjoying, <laughs> you know, enjoying this wonderful lifestyle. Right. That Canada has uh, on this on this basis. And um, and we have this democracy, but like everybody can be where they're from too. Like, so if you're Chinese, Canadian or Indian, so it's not like I'm, the, the whole, like Canada loves to say we're different from the US. So we're different from the US. The US is like, you're a melting pot, wherever you're from, you're as American as anybody else. And Canada is like, yeah, you're Canadian, but you're also, you know, where you're from and you have these connections and the connections actually make us stronger too. Um, but 
that is kind of like that's kind of incompatible with what they're doing now where they're trying to drive chinese influence out and they're trying to like they they want to have a registry so they want to have a registry <laughs> oh that I'll, got your I'll, attention are, 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 the China, are they gonna have panda badges that, that all chinese canadian have to wear i mean like uh i, I the my, idea my they will have very good panda designs i i, I, I <laughs> okay you want to get it you want to get one of those contracts yeah. So, um, yeah, panda badges. It could be panda badges. What they're talking about, what like they've already they've already started. I mean, of course, we got we the federal government officials have uninstalled TikTok, which is of course the first way to assert our independence. Uh, I think you you tweeted or pointed out to me that the University of British Columbia is also encouraging students to remove TikTok. So that's going to be good for our independence. But but as far as the registry goes, I think the idea is like in science too, um, they want uh, people who have projects with science, with with uh, with universities, with uh, Chinese universities to register, like to kind of and 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 they said like search your soul for like if this is a good idea. <laughs> so they haven't done anything yet, but they want you to search your soul if you're a scientist. But the registry I, I imagine is... that happens in like two seconds. Uh, yeah, I check <laughs> TikTok. I want to keep my TikTok video. I want to watch more cat videos. Dancing. They have some yeah, really good dancing dancers. cat cat videos. <laughs> so the registry, though, the idea is like if you have contacts with like um, the government or like the country. If you have those kinds of, <laughs> sorry, that's my my that's okay. my uh, my son is trying to do his uh, uh, okay. trying to start his singing career on my microphone. It's his birthday. He has the he has the you know. Let me, let he me, should let have me press some... a mute button so you can talk. One second. <laughs> he has some leeway. He has some leeway because he's uh, it's his birthday. So happy birthday to him. Um. So the yeah. So the registry is more like if you have contacts with the uh, Chinese Communist Party then you have to uh you would have to register but i yeah i mean it's gonna get weird if they do this because it really is like everybody here is from somewhere and like a lot of the business people do is with their countries where they're from and like if the chinese have to do it you know iranians are probably gonna have to do it and maybe venezuelans will have to do it and then it's gonna just become like a it's gonna be, it's gonna get interesting <laughs> in terms of multiculturalism. So the other one they're trying to have is a public tribunal where they bring these politicians before the public and like ask them. So maybe that'll go like the TikTok. Um, okay. So last thing you did share with me the Australia story, which seems to me like uh, when you sent that to me, I didn't real until you sent it to me, I didn't realize that this is like an actual template. So like yeah. maybe the US just sent the template and was like, please fill in the following links like Handong goes here, uh, you know, Michaels go here. <laughs> so did you did you follow this story much or like yeah yeah so in india i mean i'm sorry australia, australia. We're, we're jumping countries here in australia the uh, you know as far back as 2016 2017 um the australian press is started leaking stories of supposed uh, also by australian intelligence services which is oh it is the, the same template oh my yes, god it's, it's 
you know, of course, Australia is part of the Five I network, right? The, the yeah. Five I is U.S., Australia, U.K., Canada, New Zealand. They all share intelligence. All these intelligence services of these five countries share intelligence together. So supposedly, Australian intelligence came up to say, "Oh, China has interfered in Australian politics," and it became a huge political uh, uh, talking point in Australia. So before. People don't remember this now, but there was a time when Australia, just like Canada, used to have very friendly relationship with China. You know, yeah. uh, like because Australia is very similar to to Canada. They both are yeah. like bunch of mining companies masquerading as a country. Yeah. So, so yeah. They, they just yeah. want to they just want to make more money. So they're they're there to take native land, and yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. And, and, and and then and, but 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 at some point, uh, the U.S intelligence as three-letter agencies come down say okay you guys have to you know put that put a stop to all this yeah. kumbaya business because yeah. we have decided we're gonna go contain china you have to jump on board you know you're either with us or against us you know you know and, and of course all these uh all these uh, countries follow suit you know australia whose largest trading partner is china the, uh, the the largest export market for Australian goods is China, and they are literally now purchasing nuclear subs from United States, so they can attack the trade route between China yeah. and Australia that that sends the iron ore from Australia to China. It does not make sense yet. They have to do it because their, their politicians is beholden to United States. I mean, same thing with Canada. This like like I like you. I, I, so that's why I see a clear pattern here. That what yeah. has been playing out in Canada right now was done several years ago in Australia. And the whole purpose is to turn Australian public opinions, to turn the Australian establishment against China. With a with with side effect is nobody can now question the heart, yeah. the, the confrontational policy that's pursued against China. If you, if you, exactly. if you, if you voice your opinion, now, I, I, you have been compromised. You have been compromised yep. by the CCBP money, you know, and, yep. and, you know, you can't, you can't argue with that. So I think that's what's going on here. Yeah. And in a way, I guess we can conclude on this note, because it's like, it reminds me of the way that the war on Russia has played out where the main, you know, obviously the main disaster suffered is by Ukrainians and secondary is Russians, but like, Third is Germany and France. Like the allies of the U.S. are being destroyed economically and driven to exclusive dependence on the U.S. And it's like that seems to be the idea of this Canada-Australia stuff too. To be friends with United States is fatal. I, I, yeah. I'm quoting Henry Kissinger. Kissinger. That. Yeah, yeah. Henry Kissinger. You know, straight from horse's mouth. So, yeah. So, you know, there are like a handful of people in Canada in the elite that probably want to try to do a middle middle ground, you know, and uh, those people are the most important people to shut up, I think. Yeah. And, that, and that's what this interference uh, project yeah. is designed to do, to, to, to shutting off the dissenting voices. So we can yeah. it's a uh, full speed ahead with uh, with an anti-China war wagon. Well. It's not looking good. Yeah. Um, but like I said, China's gonna be fine. <laughs> so, it's it's mostly it's mostly Canada that's gonna suffer from all this. And Chinese Canadians that are gonna yes. suffer a lot. Yes.
Um, all right, Carl, we'll have you back for uh, just an India-China thing sometime soon. Yeah, we can we can we can geek on that for hours, you know, then, yeah. then, then we post on social media and we get the trolls uh, from both sides to jumping <laughs> on our asses. Yeah, I missed that. It's been it's been it's been like a year and a half since we've done that. So let's make sure okay. we do that soon. All right. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man.